Joe Newman, otherwise, otherwise known as Lunch Newman. Otherwise, yeah, from, um, I was called Lunch because um, there was that show, um, sort of finance show they played every sort of like noon, I think, was with um, um, Adrian Charles. And my friends used to think I looked like Adrian Charles, so they used to call me Working Lunch. All right. Yeah. How do you feel, how'd you feel, how'd you feel about being com compared to Adrian Charles? <laughs> oh, well, you know, mate, you know, he's a, he's a handsome bloke, so... <laughs> 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 he's yeah. a legend he's a celebrity <laughs> he is yeah 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 he's good uh adrian um <clears throat> not that i know him but uh no call him adrian you know, you're familiar with his work i'm familiar with his work yeah <laughs> it's branching out isn't he so it's not just a, a football man or he's uh interested no, in doing, he's doing all sorts now yeah yeah should have got him on the album yeah <laughs> You'll have to send him the album, won't you? You'll have to make him aware of you. Yeah, I'll just be like, people think I'm your doppelganger. Here's our album. So we're here to talk about the uh, new album, basically. And yeah. uh, that's coming out uh, in uh, February, on the 11th of February, I believe. That's correct. <laughs> it's called um, uh, Fever Dream. It's called The Dream. Sorry, The Dream. I'm mixing but, it because there's an album coming out called Fever Dream, isn't there? Somebody else has got one, I think. Oh, really? I'm Bastard. not sure. I might, I might just double check that and get back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's why I got confused momentarily. Um, yeah, no. So it's the dream. Um, a title that was came up with um, by our drummer, um, and uh, he's quite good at coming up with names for things um and uh and yeah i suppose it's just about uh, you you can sort of apply it to so many different things you know we're quite escapist when we when it comes to writing so you could say that a lot of these songs are like sort of short little stories about dreamlike situations and then you know obviously we've been in a pandemic that's been a bit of a nightmare for for, for the world and um and also you know we're we are big we, you know we're big in america and um you know, America has been quite unwell lately with how divisive politics has been. And you could say, and it's so sort of like uh, maybe a homage to our experiences of America. Um, yeah. Uh, do you mean your personal experiences or experiences from a, sort of from a distance as it were? Well, I suppose from a distance, because we've covered so much distance in um, the splitter van that we were in. So, um when was the last time you were there in, in America? Last time, 20, a, 2019. Right. Uh, right. 2019, yeah. 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 So obviously, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been a hell of a story, isn't it? <laughs> Coming from the States, yeah. um, somewhat replicated here at the moment, um, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, well, um, I know. <laughs> I won't ask you what your politics are or anything like that, but so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that what I think they would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so just I'm, I've only had a chance to listen to it once, unfortunately, but so I did notice that there was a lot of um, a lot of stuff going on in there, and it did feel like it was a dreamlike element to it. And I wondered if there was some kind of concept behind it as well. Um, you know, at the very beginning, you've got the um, the sound of a can being opened, haven't you? And uh, yeah, and it seems to be about Coca Cola, <laughs> um, yeah. or on the surface. Um, 
And then you sort of dip into sort of other styles of music as well. Uh, some kind of really American sort of styles. There's a, there's a moment at the beginning of one of the tracks where you're sounding a bit like a, a really old fashioned American um, acapella band or something. Oh yeah, like a, like a barbershop. Yeah, barbershop, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of, we don't, I don't think we, we don't get together before writing and plan out the styles that we want to recreate but um i think it it's often often the case that actually hearing people talk about the work to us helps us understand that you know we are doing we are kind of sort of like matching styles um and it's always kind of different with each song um i mean the the first song is called bane and yeah that's that's kind of that was originally going to be called delicious capitalist boys and um, but then we just thought it was a bit too on the nose, so we kind of changed it to Bane. But yeah, that's about Coca-Cola, yeah. and um, and uh, you know, I think we, yeah, we don't really, we don't, we don't go out of our way to sound or attempt to sound different. But um, I think it's just it's just what happens when three members of a, of the group come from very different musical backgrounds, and um, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of sort of like Laurel Canyon kind of uh, Americana kind of folk music um, yeah. and then Tom's a heavy metal drummer and then Gus is a classical pianist so it just there you are there you have it yeah yeah so it follows on from uh, your previous albums uh, the last one being Relaxer in 2017 and I, uh, according to the notes here it says that um, by the end of 2019 you thought you'd uh, take a bit of time out I think basically which ended up being enforced because of Covid um, so you couldn't do any gigs or anything like that anyway, even if you wanted to. No. Um, but you did begin work on your album quite a long time ago now, it seems, a couple of years ago, uh, beginning of 2020. Yes, we did. We started in 2020. Um, I think we had that we had that long rest, and it was yeah. very much because um, you are inevitably quite depleted after touring for such a long time. Yeah. And you kind of want to lock your instrument away in a room and not return until you're ready to return. And so in our case, that took about a year. And so we did that. And then we, yeah, we approached this new album in sort of the beginning of January, uh, sort of like midway through February of 2020. So we had about, no, the beginning of February. So we had about six weeks before everything started to get very real. And in that time, we wrote three songs, um, and it was uh, at first it was a bit of an inconvenience, really, and and we were fortunate for it to only be an inconvenience for us and our families. Um, and then, in time, we realised actually it was a bit of a blessing having all this time because it didn't change much for the writing process. Often, it's just me writing in a room on my own, so that essentially was what lockdown was, but enforced. So yeah. I, I, I managed to get on with writing and actually it was uh, a lot of these songs came about, well, a few of these songs came about through having so much time and no real expectations. Yeah. From, yeah. So you did literally have a year out, did you, from each other and from being a band as such? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all friends, so it's not like we yeah. don't see, but we definitely, yeah, we had a, a year out from sort of professional kind of uh, interaction. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I so, Sorry. Well, we jump with the, with with the first album, the second album, the third album. We kind of we were jumping from 
we were jumping from albums with uh, with a little break, but certainly not enough to um, to I think give us the respite that I think we yeah. sorely needed. But yeah. but that's not. I think we determined how much time we wanted between the albums. So I think at the time it was it was appropriate how much time he had off between albums, and I think sure. it was just as appropriate having a year off for, for between the third and fourth album. Yeah, um, and actually, the more the I, as far as I the way I see it for us at least, the more albums you make, the 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 less you have to worry about um, maintaining the momentum mm. of. Um, of like being out there and being busy and keeping people interested so um yeah i think it's kind of taking that theory into account it kind of does work with the timelines between albums they've increased uh, yeah. gradually yeah i mean it's always um it's always a personal choice isn't it and it's and in, in every band and every artist is different but uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> this idea of the this cycle the repetitive cycle record tour record tour etc etc and having very little time to really reflect and, and recharge is um can be problematic for some people particularly those who value the music as in artistic terms rather than just purely as a you know commercial vehicle to get by and do what you do yeah. but um but yeah it seems like a really important thing to do but at the same time quite a difficult thing to do as well because you are taking that chance aren't you you know maybe we're yeah. not going to be maybe we're not interested in being old jay again yeah after, you know so there's always that to throw in yeah. there as and, well and, and also the landscape of what's popular shifts as well and so yeah. you know you you just have to take that into account and you have to just hope that people are as excited as you still are about writing when listening to our music after we yeah. publish so you know but I think I think because we we're not we don't sound like a particular movement in music and we've never we've always we've always been a bit of a um we've kind of sort of always been in our own bubble I think and we don't really interact with any other bands on the scene I think it's meant that we've kind of kept maybe a a, a sound that's maybe more unique yeah. than the average indie band I mean, in your own words, how, how do you feel this is different from the previous album? It, it, you know, does it feel a bit more experimental, for instance, uh, or a bit more... Um, Surprisingly, people thought that our, our last album was, was the experimental album. Um, yeah. And that, kind of, that was interesting um, observation for others to make, because for me, it was just we were writing new songs it's it it really is just like I, it's hard it's hard to know what the music is because we don't have a we don't have like a, a manifesto and we we don't each album isn't defined by a concept it you really are just writing songs and then actually until they're released you don't know what the songs are and you don't know what they what within the canon you don't actually know what place they have yeah. so I would say that it was probably that it a, quite a short answer to that would be it's much longer than the the third album. Yeah, um, we have more tracks, yeah. and um, I think it it breaking that down. Maybe we're exploring a kind of a combination of uh, less um, refer referential work, like um, and and more 
self-referential like it's not not referencing the arts as much as maybe we once did and more yeah. it's more a self-referential experience that's weaved into um uh real life events and you're playing with that ambiguous nature of kind of sort of like tricking your audience i think that's maybe something we did more on this album right before yeah i also know that um apparently there's been you know some inspiration from you listening to true crime podcasts mm. is that is that true and um can you can you expand yes. on that what is it about crime <laughs> that appeals <Yeah>. to you <laughs> i mean it's it's i think it's one of those it's quite a divisive issue isn't it like being open about being fascinated with something that's actually really quite grotesque and um, brutal and uh and, and and it's it's i suppose it's that kind of um the rubber necking um uh that that kind of like you're drawn to the darker sides of uh, or some people are drawn to the darker sides of society those that often you don't see that and some people never see that but we are we experiencing we experience it um you know all the time we just may not know that we're walking past we, we don't we might not know when we're all walking in, a, in the countryside that we're walking past sort of the grave of like six saxon settlers you know that were brutally murdered by uh you know um the britons you know or, or something like that you know you just don't know what where how close you are to um, yeah. that kind of the dark side but yeah. I've, I'm, I'm kind of and so yeah no i was listening to i was listening to podcasts on you know in lockdown and i've been listening to a particular podcast called my favorite murder and it's just these two women who um are comedians but they bonded over their sort of fascination with um odd things and and, and murder and in, in in more specifically and and they talk about it really openly and um it's really quite freeing actually and uh it's they've created quite a um a, quite a fraternity is that the right word or is it is that specific to you mean like a fan base or like a yeah like, like a, a fan base yeah um and, and but it's huge it's huge it's like yeah. 27 million listeners a week it's huge oh. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of a lot of those people listening are women, which yeah. is interesting. And so, <laughs> um, like, uh, yeah, no, I I think it just kind of it did kind of sort of uh, fall into into the process of writing, and and uh, and and a few songs are about the demise of people, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's just fascinating, isn't it? It's like it's just, it is the thing that a lot of people like to write stories about, you know death well they do because it reflects real life doesn't it and, exactly uh, it really reflects real life well and, the possibilities uh, of human of real life and what humans are capable of doing to, to, to each other you know so that's yeah that is fascinating mm. i'm more of a pulp fiction fan myself um well okay. used to be anyway which is which is fiction but it's it sort of feels like it's kind of you know based on stories and yeah what, what could happen but particularly the american you know elmer leonard and and um, people like that you know yeah right uh, they're, they're like pulp they're like the um weekly kind of they're kind of are they are they uh it's like it's not a graphic novel but they're are they they're not comics are they or no 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 they're, they're, they're novels as such you know like are they? I see. um but the the fictionalized novels but they're usually based around crime um 
but just sort of the underbelly, the underworld, the un, you know, the sort of worst sides of human nature. And yeah, there's often a comic element to it, you know, like that film Pulp Fiction, there was a bit of a comic yeah. element to it. So that kind yeah. of took the edge off a bit. So I think, so I think yeah. I'm happier to be there with, rather than the full on grotesque <laughs> real life. life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or survivor accounts of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got, you've got, yeah, you have to have a certain stomach for that, I suppose, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's sort of tracks like The Actor as well, which um, apparently is uh, based on some kind of possible true story or not. Uh, is that right? Um, well, I mean... There's sort of ambiguity, you know, there seems to be an ambiguity yeah. in there as well, so... I mean, the, the song pivots on a, a true life event, which was the death of John Belushi, but... Yeah. Um, the rest of it is just a, a fictional account of um, a man trying to make it as an actor in Hollywood in the yeah. uh, late 70s, early 80s, and sort of subsidizing um, that that dream by becoming a uh, coke, coke dealer. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the the rough synopsis of that song. But it, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a song that was that was a song that was written in lockdown. Um, it probably wouldn't exist had we not had the time given to yeah. us by by the pandemic. So um, it's quite a special song because, in a way, it could have been so different for us. And songs like that that I'm very proud of may not have existed. Have you had any chance to do any gigs at all? Um, no, no, no. Well, not really. No, we're, I mean we, we've got a UK tour um, coming up in uh, in in May. Um, April and May. So that means uh, no, you April, May. So you haven't done any normal live shows for a couple of years? Well, how long now? How long has it been? Yeah, so the last live show we did was in the summer of 2019. So it, it will closely, closely, but that's normal. That hasn't, I mean, that's always like the case, really. We, you know, there are huge gaps in record, in playing live because you have to service the album. So um, if you have six months between writing an album, you have, you've got another seven or eight months before you, you, you tour that album. So yeah. um, okay. kind of use periods of time away from playing live. Yeah. But this is the longest. Yeah, it does feel like a long time. Three years almost, won't it? Yeah. yeah. So are you looking forward to that? Is it something, um, you know, you've been missing or... You, I, do, do you I, feel like more of a studio? I mean, is it, you know, some people think live is more important than the record. Some people think the opposite. Some people find that balance. You yeah, know. I I think, I, I mean, I, 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 because you're, um, I, I, you know, I love writing and I love yeah. recording. That's the, because it's this excitement of, um, of, of being very, um, uh, enthused by what you're doing and then also you down the line you have this further kind of dopamine hit when you release and so you have this sort of drawn out period of time where you're just like really looking forward to um showing people what you're doing and then yeah. and then recording and then playing live it's a it's a bit different for me but um because i never i was never in a band before i was in this band and i never really saw myself as a performer yeah but Going through the band and, and playing live, it's been really um, unexpectedly uh, rewarding, I think, because you are playing to everyone who keeps you in business. 
Yeah. And and that's actually a real treat for both the fans and, and for us. Um, it's so it's such a wonderful way to connect with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do more so look forward to it than, yeah. Given that we've had yeah. three years off, I really look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, well, given it's been enforced most of that time hasn't it so exactly, it's, yeah. it's just good to see people getting out and reconnecting and doing the things yeah. that they haven't been able to do very much of which is really important especially um live yeah. music i think live entertainment yeah. you know it works yeah. on so many different levels doesn't it so um yeah it does yeah thank you very much for taking the time and uh yeah, yeah. cool, cool yeah. album and uh hopefully see you in brighton soon i don't think a date's been announced yet but so no so. not yet but um i think we'll probably do another run of the uk and we will yeah i will fight to be playing brighton <laughs> yes you must do <laughs> please yeah do. i will fight tooth right. and nail okay yeah cool Excellent. all right thanks thank yeah. you have a good cheers time. then bye, bye.